Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 100. All right, I'm Nick. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. We are here hanging out in quarantine yet again. This is episode five of quarantine. <laughs> um, we are going to do a weekly recap recap. We are episode. going to talk about some some of our favorite moments. We're going to reminisce and <laughs> just talk a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, so this is going to be... Uh, now, I do want to talk about some of the beer stuff that went on this week because there were a lot of uh, wars going on on the internet. So want to reach out and touch that. But uh, in the meantime... You know, this is the time to start wars on the internet because everybody's on the internet <laughs> <Right>. constantly. <laughs> so if you want to get the most exposure for whatever it is that you're going to spew online now's the time to do it get it out of your system because once everybody is allowed back outside you're gonna catch hands you're gonna catch hands for sure if Um, i if i cannot find trouble i will create it (laughs) we know alex we know (laughs) all right so so, in celebration of the 100th episode what is everybody drinking yes good start jake good start i am drinking none other than sip of sunshine from lawson's finest one of the best ipas in the land a true classic. Uh, one of the OG craft beers that we got into years ago. I wish we could have all been drinking that together because Jake was supposed to be home right <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I was yeah scheduled to fly uh, back out here actually uh, tomorrow, but that did not work out. We did celebrate. Uh, congratulations to Matt and Rose. We did celebrate their wedding on Zoom yesterday afternoon. Truly one of and the funniest situations I've ever been a part of. A really weird kind of experience, but it's cool that they got everybody together to at least uh, kind of be there when they officially got uh, their toy nups. Yeah, I really want to uh, say um, <clears throat> that I'm bummed that I had to be at work during it. <laughs> so... Matt, I'm going to text you later and tell you that because I forgot to yesterday. But congrats to them. That's awesome. Um, it's it's really truly just pivot to what you can do at this point, right? So it was cool to see. Yep. It's truly making the best of a bad situation. So, um, well, I am drinking uh, a mixed drink. I started with a mixed drink. Um, tell us what's in it. 99 peaches <laughs> and I am the one I'm the plus one, which makes 100 uh, and passion fruit uh, LaCroix. It's fine. It tastes just like artificial peach and it'll do the job. But is this the gayest drink you've had on this podcast? <sighs> I, I, we've had a couple glitter beers, haven't we? Not like actual glitter beers, but like beers with cans that are so gay. Like, yes, that's definitely happened on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, there's uh, probably like unicorns farting rainbow clouds and stuff. Yeah, unicorn yeah. farts was a beer that we drank. Um, yes. Glitter glitter parts from Levante was another glitter beer parts, that we drank. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I do not think this is the gayest one. I, I don't often do a mixed drink on this podcast. This might actually be the first one I've ever done. Possible. It's very while possible. we record. So. Uh, Starting episode 100 with something a little bit different. So, Jake, uh, what are you what are you sipping on this? Uh, sipping on some 805 Firestone Walker minus 705 equals 100. It's crazy. When that's you put amazing. It like that. That's amazing. It, yeah, you know the coordination here is just um, it's on fleek. If I say so myself, 
Um, yeah, so it's been uh, it's been an interesting week. I've been limiting myself to drinking only on weekends, and yesterday really got after it with a few different FaceTime calls. At the sort same of drinking time. throughout, ate an entire pepperoni pizza by myself last eve. Are you are you a big fan of pepperoni? Is that your favorite topping on pizza? No, I would say that it's still sausage, but I don't order it that often, which is kind of weird because I really do like sausage. It just depends on the type. You know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm going to go to Pizza Hut and order a sausage pizza because they have the little balls of sausage, not the gross. crumbled Italian sausage. And that's the only way that I like it. I really don't. Italian. Yeah, I really don't enjoy the the balls. Like you get it like Pasquale's. Right. Yeah, that's you might as well just make meatballs. Right. I do like um like you said Jake like the crumbles like chorizo style sausage mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Yeah. That's the only way to do it in my opinion. I will say pepperoni bacon is my favorite combo on pizza. Mm. Alex, do you have a do you, you don't have a go favorite? full you don't go full meat lovers? You just do uh, pepperoni and and bacon? Most of the places that I order pizza from don't really do like a true meat lovers. And so if I'm going to spend $8 on toppings on top of a $15 pizza, then That's true. I might as well just get what I like and not deal with like slices of ham or you know meatball. I I mean Sarah loves meatballs on pizza, don't get me wrong, but I'm not as big of a fan of that. I'd rather have, you know, something that I can get like bacon bits and pepperoni and just go to town. Honestly, I I think a meatball pizza has to be done very well to impress me. You know, who does a great one is uh, pizzeria David or David, 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 David. They're still slanging pies, aren't they? Uh, They are. They're doing to, to go kits too. Hey, um, yeah, Pizza David, feel free to sling a pie directly into my face hole whenever you <laughs> get around to it. Put it in your face now. <laughs> Farts are cold. <laughs> it's cold and it smells. How <laughs> did you make that so fast? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec, so that's just Yeah, I have it on in the background, actually. Uh, some, some background noise for this hundredth of the podcast. So really a lot, uh, has gone on in the last, yeah. What, where were we now? all in our lives back in 2018? Jesus. I was still in college. Uh, I was a few weeks from graduation. Yeah. Graduation. Graduation. And, uh, I have since moved to three different cities in three different States in three different States. On two different in, sides of the country. You've, on two different sides of the country. You've traveled internationally. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get into it, but I, I could talk about um, the wonderful land of Canada for the next 60 minutes if we want to do that. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, talk know, about it's, Tim Hortons. It's really, when you think about, when you think about uh, how cultured I've become since beginning to travel internationally, um, you know, Jake, I would, I would I, like to enlighten everybody. Um, I hope but you know. I'll, I'll bite my tongue for now. I got, I, I got to stop you right there. That quote, that I, I have a quote from your, from your monologue. <laughs> my, uh, my quote from Jake is actually kind of in the same vein. 
But there was an episode that we did back in February of last year. And Jake was having a pretty tough time, you know, forming sentences. <laughs> and so the, the episode was uh, making things tough because he tried to say tough and difficult at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the quote, the quote was even better because later in the episode, he says this. Of quelling that by... Quelling. That's a good word. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I try to sound smarter than I actually am. <laughs> this podcast, so that... We've made up several words on this podcast, I'm sure. Yes. Um, Tuffacult might be my favorite, though. Get at us, uh, Merriam-Webster. <laughs> they are looking for their new 2020 words this year, I heard. I'm sure that it's going to be something quarantine related. It almost has to be. Um, but yeah, so we, we've spent the last, uh, I guess, few days here. I don't know how, how long you guys spent looking for your quotes, but we, uh, we scoured the, the podcast sphere, um, podcast sphere, uh, past episodes to find some of our favorite quotes. Um, it would take far too long to listen to every episode and come up with every funny quote that we've ever uttered, but so there have been some good ones. It's a small sample size for sure. I, I only listen to a handful of episodes because Same. if you add up all the time we've spent recording a hundred episodes, it's uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's um, well over 150 hours of content, which is which insane. comes out to be several days. <laughs> yeah, you're talking almost three weeks worth of content, or no? I'm sorry, two weeks. Let's say two weeks of content. Isn't there 168 hours in a week? Yeah, but I'm saying like all of the extra shit that I've had to listen to because mm, yes, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't vocalize that properly. That was my bad. Um, yeah, all of the stuff that we've recorded over the past two years adds up to way more than what you guys have access to. So, yes. but the thing is, yeah, if we wanted to take an entire week and just listen straight through to the podcast, we could do it and get through all the content. So, sorry, that was I. My bad. I want to go back and listen to the <laughs> when I was talking to Jake. I don't know if this was on the podcast, but whenever we did our twin podcast, and I was talking and I was texting Nick asking him how to work it, and he, and he said, "Send a picture," and I said, "With selfie." <laughs> one of the funniest, one of the I, funniest things that we've I was done on this podcast for sure. We've had we've had a lot of fun on this podcast. It's been a it's been a good two years. We really yeah, have. We've had some great guests. Nick didn't want to get into picking our favorite guests, but we we've had some really good ones. Um, you know, our friends at Steel City Beer Wholesalers. Nick, you can insert that clip if you want. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, my favorite is though they way back when. What was that like? We were we were maybe a month or two into doing the podcast, and Shane reaches out to us and goes, "Hey guys, I'd like to hook you up with some free stuff." I, yes, we, I, uh, I went to Lawrenceville and went into a back alley where the place is and picked up a random ass box of beers and koozies and stickers and t-shirts and, and yeah. t-shirts, which I'm, I'm actually wearing. I'm actually wearing it right now. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Alex is yes. wearing the evil twin t-shirt. I'm evil twin wrapping twins and also steel city beer wholesalers. Yep. Um, uh, some other good guests we've had, like a couple of my my good friends, uh, Austin and Anthony, have been on. Um, Nikki, our friend Nikki, yeah, she's great. Nikki, who's who's very into the the food and uh, haunted house, haunted yes. house scene Industry. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the 
Yeah, the Nikki Nikki's episode was super informative too. Like <laughs> he's she's incredibly knowledgeable. Yeah. If uh, yeah, if anyone was, is uh anyone's looking to get some uh actual knowledge out of this podcast, find that one. It's uh it's a it's a while ago. It's probably it was probably what like the first fall. Yeah, I want to say it was this. maybe like episode 30 or 31 like, something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably like late 2018. Yeah, but yeah, so, this uh, is after I had moved, but uh, that was that was definitely an enjoyable one. Um, the guys from Dancing Gnome was a memorable one. Like everybody being on that episode all at once was crazy. The, the live podcast from Couch that wasn't actually live; it was taped, and then we, I guess, didn't really sort of act like it. But um, that was a cool experience for you guys. I'm sure I didn't actually get to participate in that. Um, yeah, that one was a blast. Um, there have been some good ones, like like since since we've moved into this uh, this age of doing the podcast where you guys are on site and I'm I'm on Facetime. Uh, we've had some good ones when I've come back. Um, that probably totals what five or six episodes over the past couple of years when I came back to to do some live podcasts. Um, that's always fun for me because it's it's again it's a, definitely a different dynamic when everybody is in the same room. Yeah. We all, uh, uh, we, we definitely play off each other. We get shit face drunk on Christmas Eve and record a podcast. There was a at like um, 11 PM. Yeah, that was fun. There was a, an episode that we did that I think before the episode, this is another thing that, that won't show up. And I'm not, I'm not even sure if Nick has, uh, any like sound bites from this. I wish that you did. And I wish that we could go back and listen to it, but we had a whole discussion about Frank Thomas and eugenics <laughs> before, and so, <laughs> that's actually one of my quotes from Alex. Let me pull it up. I think we should start getting into some of these quotes because there, there are some really, really, really funny ones. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I, uh, uh, let's do it. But uh, so I there's, do say, there's an episode from God. God. While we're while you're looking that up or while you're pulling it up, the uh, I have all of the audio we've ever recorded. So if you can like pinpoint a date, that well, we I'm recorded not even sure it. if we were recording that because it was. It was before the podcast, right? Just, yeah, I mean, we were just like riffing, and and like I think that was one of the funniest thing, like funniest times we ever had because I think we had been drinking pretty like pretty much throughout that day and stuff, and we we I think we Ubered to your house. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was no driving involved because and you guys were pretty smacked up when you got here, and yeah, like and we then, we had a crazy time while you were here, <laughs> right? But if you have so, it queued anyway, up, the, go ahead the, and play this. Yeah, the first, <clears throat> the first quote. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to play it. I'll just read it out. It's, I think it's better to read it out, and then you can, if you want to play the quote, like when you when you edit this. Uh, <laughs> Alex goes <laughs> in in regards to eugenics and Frank Frank Thomas. Alex goes, I will totally talk about old man boners all the time if it will get us some money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> A true classic. <laughs> yes. uh, really funny. Eugenics, uh, if they want to sponsor us, I, I would be thrilled. I'd be through the roof. Um, because Frank Thomas is always super awkward in those commercials. They get like random people who are like, oh my God, is that is that five-time batting champion and Hall of Fame baseball player Frank Thomas? And he's like, it is, guys. And guess what? <laughs> I just took some eugenics and I'm trying to bone. <laughs> I'm tr- who's trying to fuck? <laughs> Speaking of fucking, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's pretty funny. I have zero recollection of that. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that vividly. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Nugenics. Yes, Nugenics. I will. I will totally talk about old man boners all the all the time <laughs> so, if we get some money out of this. Man, what a great yeah. That again, one of the one of my favorite episodes. I think just because we had so much energy and everyone was just dying like laughing. I actually have another quote. So this one isn't. This is sort of just a general general quote. I guess. It's sort of mine because I like had this response, but in that episode, we had Austin live in studio as well. Oh, that's and he's right. He's talking. He he went. He goes off for like maybe ten or fifteen minutes. I think we're talking about TV shows that we were watching or something or, or uh, something like in that realm. Uh, and there's this. There's this. Like probably five or ten minutes again, where he's talking about this, and everybody's sort of just like listening to what he's saying. So he goes, the reason I bring that up is um, the night of this, and this is in reference to Game of Thrones, the night of the series finale, what was that, two weeks ago now, and Bran becomes kind of, no, he, he goes, and Bran becomes king, and he goes, oh, shit, sorry, spoiler alert, and then there's this there's this bit where I'm like, oh, you idiot, because <laughs> Alex hadn't seen the finale yet, and he just like completely gave away that Bran becomes the fucking king. And then we all started roasting Alex because it had been like three weeks or yeah, something and, that he hadn't watched oh it. Oh my God. Everybody, <laughs> Listen, everybody I, I watched, like, I watched like six fucking seasons of that show in like three weeks. Oh, Shut that's up. right. Because you had never seen it until I the final season yeah, was airing. Cause I was sick laying on the couch at home and really blew through like five seasons oh and was God. watching it as it was going. Oh. So the, the reason, <laughs> the reason I bring that up is, um, the night of the the series finale, what was that? Two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um. And Bran becomes king. I'm. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. My bad. Oh, oh you idiot! Oh, no. oh you just. Oh. Alex is leaving, dude. Oh, he's How gonna, you, oh my. He's God. gonna descrotomize you. Yeah, I was pissed. I mean, I actually did. It's funny because I think I even said in that episode, like I I ruined it for myself because I pulled up Vulture. And was like scrolling through vulture articles, and they had like an article about it, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I like already. Pretty yeah, much it was cool. especially during that time. Like that was when I was like still on Twitter and stuff. Like everybody was talking about it constantly. Yeah, and I actually had this conversation with somebody recently. Um, I think it was at work or something like that. And that show, like that show, is so unique because nothing will ever match the amount of people that were watching it and tuning in every single Sunday. I really do not think in, in this in this world or this day and age that you're going to see something like that again where people are like completely like, like millions of people are tuned in every single week to watching one single show and everybody's talking about it on social media. I, I just don't see it anymore. Even like shows. I mean, you have Netflix and they have their own model. They, you have HBO that, you know, they have episodes every week or, or whatever it is, as opposed to Netflix that gives you them all at once. And I think Hulu does some, some like single uh, week or single episodes per week, but it's like nothing will ever match that. In my opinion, I don't, I don't think you're ever going to have another show that, that has that like sort of mass appeal. Right. I agree with that completely. Um, I think going back in like before social media was like a big thing, I think that you saw that a little bit more with shows like lost and like, there are some examples of people would be watching it completely. Like everybody in mass was just watching this show. Right. But 
even like the the episodic releases on Disney Plus, like uh, Mandalorian comes to mind because a lot of people talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it's still clicky because it's still like Star Wars, you know? So not everybody is a Star Wars fan. Everybody was a Game of Thrones fan. Like, even like the people that didn't watch it still knew enough about it. Like, that's that's really what it comes down to. Like, even Alex, going into it, you had to have known that there were some characters that you knew would stick around and knew that wouldn't be there type of thing. Yeah, right. Like, right. Because you, you were the perfect example of this is that you didn't live through waiting a year for that final season to come out or a year and a half for that final season to come out, but you still got really into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, and I, because I didn't come to watch it until like the very end, I wasn't super upset about the, the last six episodes, but everyone else was because they waited so long. Right. And I think a lot of people will never forgive uh, that ending, which was, was pretty objectively bad. I will say yeah, David Benioff and DB Weiss are still in, on my shit list for, for until I think they release the, the prequel uh, that's supposed to come out and like, it's probably going to get pushed back like three years now with everything that's going on. But right. um, yeah, so that, that was always, that's always great to get a, a live unfiltered response to a spoiler alert that uh, no one really saw coming. And Alex, I guess sort of saw it coming, but just the way that, that you have to listen to that, that section. So I have a, I have a list of quotes that I'll send you and the time, the like timestamps in which episode it's in. Yeah. I'll, I'll put them in the and description for this episode. I like, too. I'm like screaming into the mic. I was like, Oh, you idiot. <laughs> How did you do that? Alex hasn't seen it yet. Like, yeah, I would have been pissed. I would have been absolutely pissed at Austin had I not seen the episode, but I was so engrossed in the show at that point that I had to watch it like as it aired or else. You, I mean, if you, if you were following like, uh, like fan, fan theories and things on Twitter, like you probably saw that as a potential thing, but it was like, no, that can't be it. Like something crazy is going to happen. And then, you know, no one was happy with the finale and that's, you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree with, uh, all of that anger. But, um, yeah. So, so again, hundred episodes is, is a hell of a lot of, uh, times to come back to do one thing every week. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that I've done as consistently on a weekly basis in the past two years, which is actually really sad because I've tried to work out consistently. I mean, you know, you go to the gym like three, four times a week and that's like a pretty big thing, but not consistently over the last two years. Have I, have I done that? Right. This is like the, one of the like staples of my life. It's like, Oh, it's Sunday. Uh, now for me, it's like three or four PM that we get around to doing this, but uh, really crazy stuff. It's been a lot of fun. I uh, I enjoy meeting up with the crew. Speaking of crazy stuff, what's what's one thing that we've gotten out of this that we never expected, or like something that you that you've had happen, or like experienced because of the not because of the podcast, but maybe like something that you would have not really picked up on if you weren't doing the podcast. I know my answer for this, if you want me to go first, but well, you, I mean, you're definitely the person who is like, who has used this podcast the most to your benefit, I would say, or like, or like to try to meet people. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. It's because he um, likes we to haven't talk really about done it. it. Um, 
you know, we, I think just through the, our our ability to like, it has opened me up to uh, a ton of new places that I would probably typically not. I think without this and without like trying to find some kind of uh, content to add or like or or things to talk about on you know on a weekly basis, I wouldn't have gone to see the types of things that I've seen. But I mean, in actuality, maybe that's not necessarily true because i you know before we even thought about doing this in back in like 20 i'm gonna say like 2016 i drove like to new york and i went to industrial arts and i and uh you know we had all we had known about like hudson valley and all those places out there and i you know i went to a bunch of different uh cool places like that but now it's it's like part of part of me is like oh i can talk about this i can uh you know add some value to every, every episode. If I go to a cool place and, and, uh, you know, snap some pictures and stuff, I'm not on social media, but like, obviously we have, we have a presence on there and it's, uh, it's in the back of my mind. Every time I, I choose a place that like, this is something I can talk about, uh, on this podcast. So it's, I think again, it's opened me up to, um, finding some cool, maybe like places that you wouldn't typically go to. Good answer, Jake. I agree. Um, and I feel like I'm more willing to to give people another shot now that we're we've been doing this. Um, because you really I mean I don't know. We're we're always <laughs> we're always scrounging for content, so it's like let's try another brewery we never we never really gave a chance to. <laughs> well and not I- really. No, I just I, I think um there's been we've learned a lot about how brands can grow and stuff like that and and following all these places more closely now that we do that it's uh i think i'm just more likely to you know give a place a couple tries before i completely write them off as a brand i think the other thing that uh isn't necessarily related to just like beer or anything is is how much kind of goes into like producing a podcast. Like now when I'm listening to other people's podcasts, it's like the amount of research that it takes and the amount of like coordination that it takes to get guests and interview them well and have good questions. Not that we don't have like good questions, but there are times where, you know, in an interview we have somebody on, it kind of like falls off a little bit. And like if there are so many podcasts that do it really well where they, have i'm sure they do homework and and again this is something that we do kind of on the side it's not obviously not a full-time job for any of us right but right. when you I think about wanna... it like truly it can be running a podcast oh yeah, yeah how many sure. you're producing per week like if you're doing it weekly or you know um semi-weekly you have to be putting in a hell of a lot of time to like get some of this stuff and we kind of just you know we go off the cuff a lot and we just sort of talk about our experiences but to really make, I think, something of, like, super high quality. And I think we have a pretty good uh, uh, standard. But to make something, like, as professional as some of the podcasts that I listen to, it takes a hell of a lot of effort. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's not uh, something you, that everybody can do. More. Um, one thing I will say, and, and... But everybody does it. That's the funny thing. It's like, yeah. there are so many of them, right? It's not, but it's, again, I've listened to a lot that are just, like, kind of garbage. And it's, it's obviously easier when you when you're like a, a celebrity yourself. You know what I mean, like right? Or you gain traction quickly, and yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Um, the one that, that comes to mind is uh, well, I, so 
let me say this first because uh, piggybacking off of what you're saying there, um, Ryan from Fueled by Hops. Pingybacking? Pinging, pinging backing. <laughs> um, you do, you do say that. I, after listening to a couple uh, older episodes, you have said piggybacking off of what you said, <laughs> like a good a good amount of times. Okay, like, well, is this eleventh grade English? We're, um, you know what? I'm just gonna fill this with words now. So is this I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep talking, discussion? and you can just shut up now. What I was gonna say before I was so rudely interrupted by a shitty internet connection, sorry guys, is Ryan from Fueled by Hops was ta- we were talking off camera, you know, off off mic. And uh, one of the things that he said is you can't really bank on the guest being good at talking <laughs> with his podcast. And I don't yeah. wanna, like he didn't he didn't name anybody. He didn't say who it was. So I can't really like I'm not bashing anybody. But he did say it's one of those things where like you're trying to you're trying to keep a conversation going and like fill time. And this person is just not giving you anything. And I think that's one thing that we've gotten a lot better at is to continue that conversation, even if it is maybe not what we specifically decided to talk about, but I think our general like uh shtick is to keep the conversation rolling regardless of what it's about. Like we don't have a, a set schedule. We don't have a set like question answer. It's not yes. really like an interview when we have guests, it's more of like a conversation, just like hanging out, you know, that kind of thing. So we're, we're firm believers in the, in the, the power of yes. And, uh, we are in some ways uh, a what's it called comedy with the it just went out of my mind comedic yeah I mean we have I think that we have a we have a, a, a no a, a uh, fucking... every man's approach to this and we want it to to feel like you're a part of the conversation improv you know what I mean like, <laughs> Thanks, Alex. improv comedy. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Appreciate the. Uh... All right, so jump again there. Back to my That's... original question, real quick. Sure. Uh, one of the experiences that I never thought would I, I, that in a million years I would ever have is touring Grist's house missile silo or you know, the missile yes. command center. Yeah, like, that was the, that was my like realization that oh shit we we actually have something kind of going here right like it wasn't much and it wasn't like, Oh, you know, we get thousands of plays a week and stuff like that. Like we're just doing this for fun. But whenever Bailey emailed us and was like, Hey, do you guys want to come check out the missile command center? Because you're in the Pittsburgh media type of thing. And I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Like that was uh totally like just out of the blue blown away moment. Like that, that type of stuff is really what makes doing this like that much more enjoyable. Yeah. That was a, that was a lot of fun. That was, that was really cool to get to see. Yeah. That's one of the things that I look back on and I, I wish that I could have been a part of that and the, the on location uh, podcast with couch. Cause those guys are great as well, but he just he um, kept pouring us shit. Right. <laughs> I, I, again, I think I've, I've tried to, you know, having moved away obviously pretty early on within like, I guess it was really within like a month and a half of, of starting this thing was when I, I shipped up to Boston. I think um, I'll go to Boston. I think I'll start a new life. 
Get out of California. Yeah, Augustana, shout out. Um, it, you know, I, I've taken it uh, as my role to, to add to the conversation um, because craft beer is such a uh, nationwide and worldwide in a lot of ways um, sort of endeavor. And, and uh, it's cool to kind of loop in some of the places that I've seen. Um, I would say of the places that I've been able to go to. Um, I, so I was on a call yesterday, actually, with a few of my friends. My friend's birthday tomorrow. She did a... Uh, Alex was actually on that as well. Um, it, it was a Zoom Zoom call, and, and they did a, a PowerPoint party. So everybody did a presentation, and then... I don't think they ever we ever picked who won or anything. Everybody just did a presentation of weird drinking the whole time. But <laughs> someone had brought up that they they went to Treehouse and Treehouse is, is absolute madness right now because people are like, obviously just staying at home, doing nothing other than drinking beer. And Treehouse has really affordable beers. If you can get them, she said that they, their online ordering opened at like nine thirty AM and it was, it was sold out by nine forty two, and they make, and they make a shitload of beer. I mean, we were there. Yeah. I, that's I'm not insane. Sure I've sent you guys any pictures of cans or anything, but like when, when, me, Nick, and Sarah went. They were selling cans out of the cooler right in the front there, and they had thousands yeah. of just cans just sitting there, like waiting to be sold. But now everything is just getting sold out, and uh, it's cool that like that. I think that is sort of the mecca for me, especially that setup is just incredible. They have like a par- they have multiple parking lots. They have the biggest facility I've probably ever seen, aside from like I, I've driven through in Milwaukee. I dro- drove through like a uh, Miller plant, right? That's clearly one of the biggest because they have like a, it's like a fucking city worth of buildings. Oh yeah. Uh, for Miller and you know, all of those big producers, Anheuser-Busch, like if you were to go to St. Louis, we actually do, uh, my company does some work with them, a different office, but um, yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like a, uh, on the scale of something that I used to do, like in, in, in um, manufacturing, like, large scale manufacturing for like some of these big, you know, companies like Procter and Gamble and stuff like that. But you look at a place like Treehouse, it's, it's really cool. Cause they, again, are, are one of those places that just kind of started from nothing, had a really good product. They, they don't even, they don't do crazy amounts of marketing. They're not like huge, on, you know, they're not posting all the time on social media. I mean, they definitely get it out there, but it's just, it's, it's cool to see places like that. And I'm glad that uh, I had that opportunity to kind of get out there a few times and, and show you guys that, especially when you were able to come visit me. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you don't necessarily think about things like that. And it's not like we did that just for the podcast. We'd have done that anyway, because I like that we have really, I mean, I, I'm sure this would have happened in some capacity. if We had not done this podcast for the last few years, but I feel like we have such a good idea of like what's good, what's good for what type of beer, like where to go when anyone asks us what to do in Pittsburgh, stuff like that. Um, I just think we have uh, just a better hold on, on what really is around. Um, So I, uh, for me, I think my favorite thing uh, during all this was becoming better friends with the dancing gnome guys. Cause those guys are great. Shout out Trevor listening to our podcast every week. Um, couldn't ask for a better friend. Honestly, some of the nicest people in the industry, 
on uh, and like just at face value, like even if we weren't doing the podcast, they'd still be some of the nicest people in the industry. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not sure that that was like a, a strictly uh, podcast thing. Cause you guys just go there all the time anyway. Like even before <laughs> we, we, again, before we even thought that this would be a thing, Alex and I went there in like October when they first opened, like the, the month that they opened and we were like, these guys make some of the best beer that we've ever had. Yep. And that was, that was like a pretty obvious thing. And you can sort of tell that, I mean, there, there are places that you go, like, I mean, there's obvious amounts of success and you can see how people are expanding like constantly, but, um, it's cool. It's cool to find. And that's, I think that's another thing we don't, we don't necessarily think about is we're like on the pulse of like what's opening up. I mean, Nick is constantly on, on the Twitter account and all this stuff. My man's, my man's is just a wizard. Oh, thanks yeah. guys. Nick, uh, he, he, that, that was one thing when I was going back finding quotes, like Nick, you know, you don't necessarily, excuse me. You don't necessarily have a lot of like, a lot of like, uh, one liners or like, or like super funny quotes or anything, but you add so much to the, the podcast. That's like, not me just like sticking my head in there and being like, Oh, like I'm going to be the funny guy for the next 10 minutes. You know? yes. like, me and Alex are sort of like yeah. supplements to you holding everything together. You're definitely the, I think, guy, Nick. yeah, <laughs> I think Nick and I are, I think Nick and I are like complete opposites on that, um, on that spectrum. And Jake is somewhere in the middle. Um, because yes. he can talk intelligently about this stuff. Um, but does like to joke around also Nick, very straightforward, but like, necessary for this podcast to run the way it does <laughs> yeah we all thanks, otherwise guys. we would it would just be me and Alex, like because because when alex and i when alex and i just like go again we ha- we just have co- like random conversations throughout the week where like it just goes off the rails like very quickly and we're just like we're talking we like bring up shit that happened like 10 years ago because you know just being twins and being brothers and stuff we just have a bunch of shit and, and like Alex is ridiculous. He just brings up and, and like, will just text me out of nowhere and say like random things about Carly Rae Jepsen or, uh, you know, fucking Fleetwood Mac and, and all of that shit. But, um, well, so that brings me to one of my quotes for myself, actually. (laughs) So this one was in episode 41. Uh, it was about 27 minutes in the, uh, the title of the episode was opinions are rampant. And I was like, man, everybody has an opinion and they're all bad. And then I said afterwards, I was like, opinions are like assholes. You eat one or two in your lifetime and you're good. Like everybody has their opinion and nobody's opinion is good. Let's be honest. Like opinions are like assholes. You eat one or two in a lifetime and you're fine. That's it. You fucking bitch. And Alex was across the room getting a beer and you can hear him just like freeze for a second because like I left the space there and he goes, you bitch. Like, (laughs) 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 and I like, I lose it every time. It was like, (laughs) there's so many times where I'll just like be across the room and just like scream into the mic. Right. Like it was so like, you just, you didn't see it coming at all. And then you heard it and you were like, what? Like just hilarious. So that one, some really good ones. That was my, Uh, one of my favorite quotes of myself. Alex has had some good ones where he just, he just talks about being gay. And one of my favorites was, this is actually, I think the first one that I took down, I took down. That was one of the first ones I took down episode 34, about a minute in, you know, in the beginning of every episode, 
we kind of like say, oh, hey, you know, how's everybody doing? You know, welcome back for another week. At one point, Alex, is, he just goes, I am a homosexual man, and I am proud of that. And if that doesn't, if that, <laughs> if that doesn't describe my twin brother perfectly to a T, uh, I don't know what does. I have been watching a lot of Queer Eye, and I Good just job. want to say, I am a homosexual male, and I'm proud of that. That is Excellent. such a me thing to say. That is so me. It is. And just the way and the way that you say it is just completely unmistakable. Uh, <laughs> um, you know. So actually, Nick, can you pull up an episode real quick? Yeah. I wanna I wanna play this on the air because I feel like I need to I need to clear the air about something. And we're back. Um yeah, so basically I just want to clear the air about something. Um I have I have learned new information and grown as a person um in in the months since we recorded episode 69 about nice. half a year ago or more um nice <laughs> yes right. i'm gonna play this clip now so alex can comment on it here further <laughs> i don't think white claws are that good I do not think they're that good. <laughs> I completely agree with you. It's, I don't think those, I don't garbage. think Trulies are good. I do think Wild Basin by Oscar Blues is very good. Okay, so I do stand by liking Wild Basin. Uh, I think that shit is delicious. Nice. Um, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not tried Wild Basin by Oscar Blues yet, go out, get it. You won't regret it, I promise. Um, if you do not like it, uh, hunt me down whenever quarantine's over and I will buy you a beer of, of your own choosing. Um, but I, I will say I am a white class stan. I have learned new information. Uh, what do you say to the listeners who are probably thinking to themselves right now, wow, what a hypocrite. Can we really trust anything that this man has to say? <laughs> I'd like to say uh, to them specifically that I have not always made the right decisions but I had the right intentions. Wow. That was actually, that was actually Um, very profound. Thank you. Truly you. Yeah. That's, that's something that a political candidate. No, we're talking about uh, white claw. Not, not truly. But yes, um, literally, uh, truly's are disgusting. They are, they are objectively gross. And anyone that likes them, I I do not trust. Also agree with that. When the, one of the first trips that I took to Portland, we bought two 12 packs of mixed Trulies and they were almost unpalatable. Almost. I mean, I would still drink them. Obviously spent quite a bit of money. It's the diet soda of sparkling hard water. So while we're on these quotes, the, uh, the one that I picked for Alex is just two words. It's, it was in episode. What was it? No, not. Oh, sorry. So wasn't wasn't um was Trevor on that episode? Did we have a guest? No, we did not. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was um. Oh crap! Who was it? I think Austin. Maybe. I miss him, Austin. If you're listening, love ya. Yeah, we need to get him back on on uh, the studio. I have one. If you're still looking, Nick. Yeah, There's sorry. A, this is my this is my choice for Nick. Uh, a true classic. Again, Nick is the uh, he's the heart and soul of this podcast. He does all of the work. We just hop on for about two hours every week to do this. My favorite quote, uh, also from the "Making Things Difficult" episode, Nick. Uh, a good episode, I think, between two of us. We've had some good ones uh, all around. The different combinations of people. 
This was um, the con. You'll figure out the context of this as I read it. He goes, if it's a bad experience, if it's uh, the dude next to me farted in line while I was waiting for my beer and like <laughs> I got grossed out to a point where I had to leave. And, you know, that's going to weigh on my decision to go back there. You know, the dude next to me farted in line while I was waiting for my beer and, like, I got grossed out to the point where I had to leave. <laughs> then, you know, that's going to weigh on my decision to go back there. Now, I mean, that's, again, an extreme scenario, right? <laughs> and truly, and truly, uh, when you think about that, that quote um, is going to live on in uh, not even in infamy. Uh, it, it will in spam sung. It will <laughs> it will be sung from the mountaintops uh, for years to come. Because if I was standing in line, children were singing at weddings, funerals, <laughs> graduation parties. Because that's one of those. It things. was a cultural like if you're, reset. <laughs> if, you're full, <laughs> if you're fully committed to standing in line and someone rips ass, like. That means that you must really like that place, but uh, I mean, you got to you got to take all of these things into account. The whole the whole customer experience plays into whether or not you want to spend your money there again. And people farting in line is one of those things. Transcendent. <laughs> that that quote truly transcends all boundaries. <laughs> Jake, I almost picked that one too. I almost picked that one too. Um, it's uh, it, it's a, a true, true classic. What was the timestamp um, on that one? Because I think I did put that in my list. Twenty uh, twenty nine twenty seven. Oh, okay, so that starts. was after because I I did I had one from twenty two minutes and I can't remember what it was now because I didn't actually like type out what I said, but it was another one from me, and that was the same one where I said uh, opinions are like assholes, right? Yes. Um, also, there's another one from you, Nick. Um, there. <laughs> This is kind of funny because it's it was just the way that you said it, and I'd love to get this uh, spliced into the. To oh the, no, I'm going to splice episode. in all the quotes. Um, you were just like, in regards to people getting made fun of for drinking craft beer, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, you're such a basic person," like blah blah blah. And Nick was like, "Oh yeah, you're such a basic white boy. You drink IPAs and you have a beard and blah blah blah." <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I, I I think I responded to that. I was like, "Yeah, you nailed it, hundred percent." That's exactly what everybody sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, you're such a basic white boy if you drink IPAs and you have a beard. Like, I will say, <laughs> my impressions of the the masses are spot on. We all sort of do the same thing. Like, I, I was <laughs> I was talking to. It's really funny when when you like make fun of somebody or you're like quoting somebody. So me and Alex do the same thing for dad. We just like make our voice like a lot deeper. Cause I, was, I do like, that for uh, everyone now. I talked to Alex yesterday before we got on the, the wedding uh, zoom call. And I was like, dad called me like, what, what was he? Or he, he talked to you last night. Like, what was he saying? He was like, he was like, Oh yeah. Well, well like, Oh, uh, you know, I got invited to this wedding, blah, blah, blah. And like, because <laughs> I was expecting it too. I was like listening. I was like, I know what he's going to do. I know that he's going to make fun of him by making his voice deep. And uh, oh, yeah, we, we so all sort of do the same thing we're talking about because it's it's always just like we're just like oh yeah well you know I'm I'm at uh, dancing gnome and like breweries and stuff and blah 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 like we never we never just talk in a normal voice we're always making fun of people and like how they talk and it's always the same like accent it's always the same <laughs> type of like uh, you know inflection and everything. that's the only that's the only thing I know how to do when I make fun of people well but the other thing of that is like so. I do like the dog voice 
right? Like when you're trying to make your dog talk type of thing, right? And it's totally different. So there's, there's different like stages of making fun of people, right? But that one definitely is like the, oh yeah, I'm so much better than you. Like, this is so stupid. Why would you even do that? Like, yeah, we've, I mean, we've definitely come to, to, to meet a lot of, uh, a lot of shitty, um, people during all of, all of this, uh, podcast research that we do. Um, <laughs> I like that you named it podcast research. <laughs> I was listening. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is, but there was one of the episodes, Jake. Um, I think it, I don't even know. I, I don't know which one it was, but, and I didn't write this down, but Jake was talking about how he, or so I was, um, watching, um, my friend Megan's house and I was at this dive bar with a bunch of uh, people and I was talking about how the one woman was smoking Pall Malls and drinking a Seagram's Escapes at an actual bar. And Jake was talking about how he was in, I think you were in, I think you were in Bend, like at a brewery. And you said, he started talking about this guy who had an idea to make an app about all of the bend trails. Yes. I remember this was, episode. It was a great, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a good interaction like, because like you guys were like on opposite sides of the country having kind of the same experience, but like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like wildly different, but yeah, you were just like, you just both felt wildly out of place in both yes, places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing how, uh, how similar experiences are, sort of no matter where you are, like people talk about the same things. People are like doing the same shit, like acting weird, being annoying and in what they're asking the bartenders to do for them and all that stuff. Like, uh, it, it really is like one of those things. Like if, if we were to like trace back all of the experiences that we've had at breweries, we have, we probably have a shitload in common, uh, among those. Uh, I, I've had some, some, quick little quips, uh, that I thought were funny. Um, during my scathing review of, uh, the city of Seattle, I said, if you were to Google a top 10 things to do in Seattle list, all of all 10 of those things suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, uh, I, when I listened, when I listened back to that, cause I knew that that was one of the ones that I was probably going to pull a quote or two from. It's not great. Like I think that I need to give Seattle another shot. Looking back, it was sort of like a, um, yeah, that was uh, PNWTF, right? Yes, yeah. It was. <laughs> if you were to Google a, a top 10 things to do in Seattle list, all 10 of those things suck ass. I can say that <laughs> with 100% certainty. It was, I think looking back, I, I, I was being a little harsh uh, on Seattle, but that was really funny. I actually laughed out loud when I said it. <laughs> and then there's another one um, in... Episode 10, this is like super early on. I think this is after I had moved. It was like one of the first episodes. Uh, just a, a quick little one. Hashtag butt chin gang for life. And I'm sticking to that. Uh, <laughs> There's if, been if some, have a, there have been know, some good you know, hashtags, you know, though. And, <laughs> We've had some pretty yeah, solid I, hashtags. I, the one thing that I would love to, to go back and do if we had to go back and actually listen to that uh, is, is find every um, additional podcast that we've talked about starting. Because we, we went for like probably 30 or 40 episodes somewhere in the middle where we like every episode would be like, yeah, that's on our, um, our, our political, political podcast, podcast yeah. on, on Monday mornings. <laughs> yeah. 
I we gotta I gotta go back through and and make a list of that and just sit and roll. Yeah, I think we need to. We each need to I like pick. We need to pick like thirty some episodes a piece and just like scour through them at two times so we it, can find um, every reference. That's I think that's one of the funniest like running jokes that we have. Things that we did recurring bits. This entire yeah. thing. <laughs> well, let's it, uh, wait now. All right, so since we're talking about recurring things, does anybody have a favorite segment? Can you guys remember back and and think of a segment that you enjoyed? Like or or didn't enjoy, and we all just kind of like sludge through it. <laughs> um, because I feel like at one point we tried to like discuss types of beer and like be educational. <laughs> yeah, I remember well, the that, brewery that, of the week. I, I think that part of uh, brewery of the week. Yeah, we did brewery of the week for like two weeks, and we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make this a thing. Maybe not weekly, but definitely monthly." And then we did it like twice. <laughs> yeah, we never went back to it. <laughs> it was. We, I think we're, we did Modern Times and we did Maine. I, I listened to the Maine one. Yeah, and it was just. It was too. It's funny because now we're like looking back on on like how how bad it was in the beginning. Like it was literally just us. Like, um, yeah, it's like a pretty. It's a pretty good you know, gold color. Like I was describing a beer. I was like, it's got like a pillowy, you know, cloudy head to it and stuff. And I'm like, how is that adding any value to anything? Right. Yeah. There were some really rough spots. We We definitely had no idea what we were doing. We discussed like what a beer tasted like or what it looked like and stuff. And it's like, this is a, this is a non-visual medium with which to give people information. And, (laughs) None of this is helping them at all understand. And I'm sure that it's just annoying to listen to, but, um, I think we've gotten, we've gotten better at, I think we, we've fallen into our spots. Yeah, I think so. There's, we know what we're not. Right. And we're, we're definitely not connoisseurs of beer. We enjoy drinking it and we will tell you about it and we will discuss our experiences at these places and what, we think works and doesn't work, but at the end of the day, we're not here being beer critics. We are not doing reviews of beers. There are podcasts out there like that. Um, Hop Nation is one that does like beer reviews as they're drinking them on the podcast and stuff like that. Um, we've made which we, I mean, we tried to do. We kind of, but we don't like get into it. We're just like, yeah, we don't know, have a flavor. Like we try to find this. Like, I think it's we come at it from a different perspective where we say this is pretty good if you haven't had it or if you have access to it we don't necessarily say like oh you need to find this beer we talk about hey you need to go to this place this beer that we had here was incredible we know that they make really good stuff like this consistently you need to make an effort to go there absolutely so um so a couple let me let me go through some of my uh my quote picks if you guys don't mind not at all um jake early on jake was poor as fuck i i don't know if anyone remembers this but jake did not have money <laughs> that's part of that's part of the glow up that has occurred over the past couple of years where um i went from being just completely broke and this was because we had just started and this was a couple of weeks after i had gotten back from my spring break trip where i remember vividly showing the rest of the people on the trip on the last day that I had like a total of, I think about $20 in my bank. Woof. And that is 100% accurate. And we, I remember going to get sushi and wine 
and they were, they had like a happy hour special. I got one roll of sushi and a glass of wine for a total of $10. And after that, I did not eat for the rest of the trip because I couldn't actually pay for anything. <laughs> oh, that's rough. I was, I was living off of, uh, basically like cliff bars and stuff when I was living at, uh, my my ex-girlfriend's apartment during the last semester of college and that's absurd really and to think uh, how far you've come yeah and now i'm, I'm living in california and, so and, uh, very early on uh we were talking um uh, i think this was like episode i don't know this was probably like in the first 20 25 and jake was like i want to make money off this i don't know about you guys and I was like, oh, we're trying to make money. <laughs> oh, we're trying to be reputable. I didn't take a timestamp of that, but I thought it was funny. And then another quote, he said, the money isn't great right now. Which it just it just like shows how far we've, we've come in this, in this two-year span that we've been doing this podcast. Um, so also in the nicest episode, which I, I think has a, has a, lot, of, a lot of pull quotes. Um, it was a good episode. I will say that. So there's like a 30-second span um, of Jake talking about traveling internationally that I think is funny. Um, and I'm just going to, I'll, I'll, after this is over, I'll give you the timestamp and you can put it in because I truly can't recreate us being pissed at Jake for talking about it. And also just like laughing hysterically about his continued, um, distance because he keeps he saying international. He's talking international. about fucking <laughs> Canada. I Paul guess clearly hilarious. And I think that it, it just like kind of popped into my head. I'm not sure that I, I went into that episode planning on doing that. And then I was just like, this is going to be really funny. Clearly like I'm not, I'm being, I'm joking around. Like it's, I went to Canada. You can drive to, to Vancouver from Seattle in like two hours. Right. Like it's, that's like the closest that you can get into a major city outside of the United States. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it, it's, it's one of my, my favorite memories of, uh, of this podcast is listening to Jake talk about international travel. Um, I, <laughs> there's one. So the brothers bashing breweries episode where we just go fucking in on, um, <laughs> on, on, um, fucking, what is it? Brew gentleman, brew gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> we just spend we spend so much time talking about it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm sitting there listening to it. Like, can we just shut the fuck up about this already? I'm like, this is so annoying. Like, I don't know if anyone actually ever listened to that the whole way through. I was so annoyed at us. Yeah, I hope we never do that again. No, we're a bunch of assholes, and I will say we will like we will critique people, but that that particular episode was so just scathing review the entire time. Like we were just, we went in, we went them. in so hard. Cause that's when, that's when we talked about them opening up BG open air, which I still think is stupid, but we did have a good time when we went there that one. Oh, it was great. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And, I love uh, that place. I still to this day, like one of the, cause I, I first went there when I was in college living in the South side and I drove out to, to check out a few places in your, went uh, there. Ford I remember Taurus? having, um, yes, in the Ford. Yes, the Ford Taurus. SE. Everything reminds me of her. Twenty oh two. Yeah. Um, I I went there, had General Braddock's, and it was off the chain from the from the jump, and still 
like really one of the, one of the better IPAs that I've had. And I think that I found out about them or, or I got a little bit more information from them when they came into our brewing class to speak, they brought one of their brewers came in and, and just sort of talked about the business and like, and their approach to, to things. And he brought in a bunch of growlers and poured some for it. So I first had it there and I was like, I need to get here. Like this is exactly what I want to beer. Went to the, to the place in, uh, in Braddock and still to this day, one of, one of the, uh, places that I will like, you know, I will die on that hill that, uh, BG has been, has been one of the goats for a while. Yeah, I, they have, they have. And, and I will, I won't say anything past this service hasn't been great, but I think they make great beer and their outdoor area is actually really cool. And I think the people that were working out there when we were there were super friendly and, uh, and very nice. So that's all I will say on that. That's that on that. I'm going to go ahead and say I have come completely around on. Yeah. And I think that you've done that uh, with a couple of different places, Nick. That's, that's another thing is I think that you've, you've been enlightened. I think from just speaking about some of these places, Alex and I have been uh, sort of on, on the train from some breweries that you were like pretty mad on in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Cinderland, I think the number one. Yeah, because for sure. We oh took yeah, you there. I remember. I've loved Sarah them from there. the first time. I feel like when we went, like the first experience there was okay, but the beers didn't wow me enough for the hype that you guys built. And I think I remember Sarah saying that. And that's fine. Don't get me wrong. And but they're now one of my favorite spots in the city especially because of the, the fooder house and the warehouse being this kind of like give and take, right. Where you get to the warehouse and you have all their regular stuff. You have their double IPAs, their, their tart shakes, the, the wild stouts that they do all that stuff. It's just like super exciting. And then you go to the fooder house and it's all these old school styles and like different, uh, experimental ales and and stuff that you don't necessarily get with anybody else in the city. Right. And I mean, you have like the places like roundabout and um, I can't even think of a second example, like the do some of like the off stuff, but I feel like Cinderland's has a whole does some weird stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. They do some strange strange roots. Yeah. Yeah. I always (laughs) sort of uh, roundabout and, and hop farm. I sort of lump together in that same kind of boat, but yeah, I mean, we, I think from the beginning, Alex and I were like, well, you're just flat out wrong. Like, yes. is fire. I stand, it, I know. stand by And I don't mean I to, just, I don't mean to like call you out. I'm glad that you've, you've since joined. Oh no, uh, absolutely. Call side. me out on it because honestly, like I, there's, there's points where I'm wrong about stuff. Yeah. That, that was a trash take for sure. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning it was, um, no, but Alex, and I, I don't remember the first time that we went there, Alex, I'm trying to, to think back, but I, I could, I could think for days and not in not the first, that. the first like couple of, of weeks that they had opened, Alex and I were in there and then we went back constantly. Yeah. Like, you guys were there like every a, we week. We were there like once a week. Yeah. For a good, that like, was the spot. Weeks. And like when I think about getting into craft beer, like that's one of my favorite memories was me and Alex going to Cinderlands. Like that was really, I think what sparked I agree. this like second sort of push for me to, to really get into it. Cause again, I did, I took some trips on my own and we, we visited some places and we'd been to, you know, it, it was sort of like we took dancing gnome, you know, the way that we 
loved that and, and had gone there in the beginning. We didn't necessarily go to Dancing Gnome all that much in the beginning. Cinderland's like really became our place because it was close to, uh, you know, close to campus and where I was staying and stuff. So we were, you know, buzzing down there and I was there really once a week, one, actually probably more than that, twice a week for pretty much the entirety of the time from when they opened to when I left the city. One thing I will say about them that really sticks with me is everything is so well thought out, right? The design of the bar, the, the way that the place comes together, all of the experience there is just phenomenal. Like the, the staff is great. The, the people are super nice and like everybody just wants to be, <laughs> sorry. Oh yes. Yes. my God. Welcome. Her podcast debut. <laughs> yes. New puppy. Episode 100. We have Chewy, our new puppy. She doesn't bark yet, so you can't hear her. No, but she'll but breathe in the mic. Wait, is that a thing? Do, is that do you a thing you can't bark until you're like a certain age? She hasn't figured it out yet, is what she it is. She just doesn't. Yeah. You probably could, but she just doesn't. Well, that's good. I mean, she's going to be a yapper when she, she finally realizes that she can make noises with her mouth and yep. throat area. Um. Yeah, so Put it in let's your keep the face clo- mouth. Keep- <laughs> is that no, from, from, from it uh, smells? Is that from the douche? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> douche Nation. <laughs> Nick Kroll is like still one of the funniest comedians to me. He's so funny on that show. Um, I will say the yeah, Nick Kroll just- show was terrible though. It was. Keep it going. I have. I have. A, it was a generally awful. Quote. I have a lengthier quote. A couple of lengthy quotes uh, in regards to social media. Oh, okay. Um, okay. and the destruction of our world by it. <laughs> so in episode, again, this is episode 10. I'm not sure what the, the title of the episode is. I just have F10 in here and I'll send you some, some timestamps, but, um, some really good ones. And, and in like very close proximity, I said, uh, we were talking about just random accounts that follow you on Twitter. And I said, it's like those random, like, um, porn bot accounts that like follow <laughs> you and they like message you and they're like, want to have sex with 23 year old nice lady. <laughs> it's like those random, like, um, porn bot accounts that like follow you. And then they, they like message you and they're, they're like, want to have sex with 23 year old nice lady. <laughs> and then with like a link. Want and I'm sex like, now? <laughs> that, that I think there there's a bigger reaction there than actually on the, the podcast. But I remember when I said that you guys were like dying. Uh, in, in, again, very quickly after that, this was me. I think I was in Boston and I I must have been hungover or something. But I was I was like talking very like low. And uh, oh yeah, this is the great. second one was good. I'm gonna God. start a fitness Instagram account where it's just videos of me standing up every 50th minute of the hour when my Apple watch taps me on the wrist and tells me to stop being wait, that's, wait. <laughs> really some of my best work was the end of that episode where I was just running off just uh, riffing some, good, some really good one-liners <laughs> um a couple a couple Sexy more lady <laughs> a couple more 23 couple year more. old Alex, sexy lady we're talking about money uh after after i had like started like i got my my job and stuff and i had moved away and like started making money um <laughs> alex was just like 
No one, no, literally, like, no, no one asks you to pay for anything. Like, shut up and stop acting like you're the only one that has money. That was episode 27. (laughs) He quickly followed that with Jake makes more money than me. That's awesome. We're all so happy for him. (laughs) I do really appreciate our roast sessions of each other. <laughs> that's like that's one of the main like components of this podcast is is just a roast session. It really is. Um, no, but uh, it's. I'm glad that like the majority of it isn't just like everyone trying to be funny. But there are just those a couple of those moments. I think every episode where it's just like someone says something completely outrageous, and it's better when there's a lot of people, and then like everybody sort of just joins in, and it's just this raucous kind of environment or whatever. But uh, that's I think that's pretty much it for my quotes. Um, I did have. Um, yeah, that's actually oh. So when when we started, episode twenty seven was the one when when Nick and Sarah were in Boston. So it was us three, and I was like talking to Alex about how I, I made fun of him. I was like, because in the first probably thirty episodes, Alex would just constantly be like, Jake, you're not giving me anything. You're like you're not you're like on your own and you have no energy. Blah blah blah. And I made fun of Alex and I was like, you're on your own now. Like. Let's see how you fucking do, you bitch, or something like that. And he was just like, I don't need anyone else. I can, I am the life of the goddamn party, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that too. That was was a pretty good one. That was like very early, like within the first couple of minutes of of that episode. We were all, I'm pretty sure we were all very hungover that day too. (laughs) I'm sure we definitely were. Cause it was like Sunday afternoon after we had gone to like, Cause you guys got up there like Thursday. So we, we pretty much drank like all Thursday. I'm not sure if I took off work Friday. I don't think I took off work, but we, we went to, um, yeah. Cause that was Friday was the day that we walked Boston. Like Sarah and I walked like 15 miles that day. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And then I think we went to, we went to Trillium that day as well down in Canton, which was like an hour away. And like, every, I think everyone was just kind of tired from that. And we went to, to, Treehouse Saturday. I took you guys to that concert. I think Saturday and Friday and Saturday. Sunday. Oh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was wild. That 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 whole trip was just a blur. There were so many yeah, like we, great aspects though. Like I love Boston after that I trip. Know, me too. Like me too. I cannot wait to go back. I am so pissed that I couldn't do it this year. It's well, it's still like one of my favorite cities to to. Obviously, to have lived in, and then even to just like visit, and I, I hope someday that I get to make it back there because it's just such a cool place to be. Like, there, there's always things to to do, things going on, really good beer, really good food, and just a fun place. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I, I would say a glowing review for Boston. Um, as we're probably hitting around the hour mark for this podcast, um, I want to go through some of our like best of lists from the last hundred episodes. So let's, uh, Jake, I mean, we, we talked about it and I know I didn't really want to do it, but let's, let's say favorite guest. Okay. Just one person or one, one episode that was really fun with, with multiple people or if, yes. And we would like to explain Nick once to make sure that everybody knows we are not, this is not, uh, an indictment on anybody, uh, if we don't pick you, that doesn't mean we didn't like you. It's just there were there were some guests that we just really enjoyed having on. 
No, and um, the thing is, obviously, like, all of our recurring. No, guests. we've enjoyed everyone coming on. Yes, everyone that's Some been on this podcast has been phenomenal. You guys have all been yeah, great. No, no, I don't. It's just a. This is just a, a best of list. This is like the the best of the decade from last year. You know, where we're just throwing out stupid shit from ten years ago that we don't remember and stuff like that. But everybody picked their favorite guest on three. One, two. No, I'm I'm kidding. But oh, I thought you were going to do it. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was ready. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Jake, go first then. So, um, I would have to go with uh, Trevor. Trevor Greer. Um, we so our I think friendship or the, this group's friendship with Trevor started uh, with me, uh, and I'm not. I'm not uh, taking like full, uh, I guess, responsibility or anything necessarily. But when I, I've known Trevor for quite a while, I would say. So I was friends with his younger brother. He is good friends with another family. Um, so he brought some beer from, uh, Charlestown, uh, fermentary. Yes. To a party at our other friend's family's house one time. And I think from there, like we had started texting. And then once I realized that he was, he was coming back to Pittsburgh, we started talking a little bit more. You guys met him obviously from his uh, involvement with working at dancing. So Home. I um, do want to say it was kind of a tumultuous time when I met Trevor because he had just taken over for Ian yes. at dancing. Home. And that was kind of like a, it was like a, Oh shit. Like Ian was my dude. Like he was the, one of the coolest people I'd ever met in the beer industry. And then Trevor like took his job kind of thing. And it wasn't really that way, but and they both now work there together. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's come Which full circle. Like but everything, yeah. yeah, everything comes full circle, but you know, he, he always adds so much and he knows so much. Every time I go anywhere, you know, obviously I haven't been able to travel for, for quite a while here and I don't know when I'll be able to, but he's like the first person I text. Anytime I need to go find a brewery, it doesn't matter where it's at. He's been everywhere or he knows something about all these hotbed locations. And a lot of the cities I visited have big craft scenes. And he is, he is someone who knows so much because he was, he was very involved in sort of all different sides. I mean, he's done front of house. He's done back of house. He's done all of these different roles within breweries. And that's sort of like what he, he did coming out of college and stuff. Like he, he's just one of the the people that has so much information. I, 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 really enjoy talking to him and uh, getting to pick his brain a little bit about his thoughts on the, on the industry and, and different things that he likes and doesn't like and all that stuff. He is, you know, if he started a podcast, I would listen to it uh, every week. If 100%. You know, he, he just has uh, that much information and, and uh, sort of like an electric personality as well. Yeah. Yeah. He really has like a commanding presence. He's he's just so intelligent and so well spoken on our podcast. It's like I don't know if if honestly if he his would absolutely be better than ours if he started a podcast if he had the time to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. So I would say honorable mention for me. Um, uh, I love having Anthony on Anthony and Austin. Um, they good friends of mine from back in college, uh, and uh, you know I will be good friends with them for. For decades here moving forward yeah um love having them on they, they they add a little bit to it you know what i mean like they they're they're some of those people who are sort of casually into it 
Um, yeah, I would say it's kind of more not of as a... much as us. But it's just you know getting their their thoughts on things. It, it's it's not always good to have like us talk about everything. You kind of want to get some different perspectives on how people think about different styles of beer, different places that they've been. Uh, the last one I would like to shout out is Nikki. We already talked about her um, a little bit earlier, but she, another person who just knows so much and is super well-spoken and is going to be extremely successful. Uh, I think moving forward in the, in the business slash food industry. Yeah. I, uh, I hope to have her on uh, again sometime soon. She's always, uh, she has great takes. She actually reached out to me out of nowhere today. Like, a great friend, to be honest. Um, so I'll go next. I think I think my favorite were two pretty recent ones. Um, it, it, uh, so I can't I can't pick one because I am indecisive. Um, but I'm gonna say um, uh, Phil from Drunk Planet. I loved having him on. He's a great guy, um, and I I think he had a lot to say and a lot of cool stuff. He's he's also had a lot of experience in um, the industry, a lot of different roles. Yeah, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree there. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, he's a, a cool friend. Like I, I saw him, I think the day after we recorded that podcast out because it was a uh, that was the day before it was our it was our birthday. Um, the day after, and we I went with some friends to Hitchhiker and saw him there, and he like wished me happy birthday, and that just like means a lot. Yeah. Um, so just like a really great guy, and I can't wait for this quarantine to be over so we can have him on again. Um, and also, um, our good friend and, uh, the man who, who is responsible for doing the brunt of God's work, uh, Cam Spitzberg. Yes. Yes. Bill was a great guest. Bill, he's great. He's, he's seriously, um, super fun. Like he, he's just like really like animated and just like was a good guest. Like, I feel like we've been very lucky with people that like have personalities that want to like come on our podcast. Like people, people can, can, can talk, have stories and it's, uh, it's great. We've met a lot of, of really cool people, um, during all of this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I whole, I absolutely agree with bill. I was going to say him as my number one, but since you did, I'm going to, I'm going to pivot a little bit here. Um, so for me, I think, uh, so Ryan from fueled by hops has been probably my favorite, uh, mashup kind of thing, right? Like, so he has a podcast. We did a podcast with him and we had all of the, the brewers from abjuration on at the same time. That was truly chaotic. <laughs> that was, it was just, just so much fun though. Like it was fun. That it was, was it that was, was probably time. one of the, one of the most fun experiences I've had doing the podcast. Yeah. And I it was agree. just like, it was intense, but it was still calm and it was still our style even though it was Ryan's podcast and like, but he's been so embraced. Like he just embraces the, the culture that we're trying to drive where it's just chaotic and, yeah. and fun. It and was, it was good to see him like kind of let, let his, like his very structured, like, um, podcast format go for that night. That was, that was fun. Yeah. And then and we had good. him he's, on uh, after that. And it was, it was a good time. We had uh, like a uh, lot of good conversations. Um, I think that his his community online is probably one of the best that you can find as far as craft beer because there's a lot yes. of hate out there. There's a lot of angry people and stuff that 
really can like drain a person. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but fueled by hops is one of those communities where everybody is just like, just, just hug people with your words. Like that, that's really what they're like about. You know, it's, it's crazy, but I think, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say Ryan, um, honorable mention to bill for sure. One of the, one of my favorite episodes though, was, um, was with Shane too. Like I'm going to, I'm going to throw Shane out there because we haven't mentioned him much yet, but from steel, steel city beer wholesalers. God, I cannot say that just ever. (laughs) It's such Um, a mouthful. (laughs) Steel beer city sale holders. (laughs) Sale holders. So, but uh, Shane has been he in the was, industry for a long time and he was very, yeah. very intelligent, very, very, very good. Yeah, I agree. Those are, those he are, does, he brings it, he brings it whenever he's on. Um, I was, on, I think I've only been on one of the episodes that he was on. Um, but again, these people who have worked in the industry, it's, it's really cool to get their opinions on things because they know so much and they've done so much. And, you know, we're, we haven't actually worked in the industry. I don't think any of us have worked in the industry. Well, I mean, you guys uh, worked in the sort of adjacent. Yeah, we're adjacent. adjacent. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's um, And we sold beer and stuff like that, but it, it, it's it, it's different when you have people who have participated in in making beer and selling it and being on the front lines, being in the back, like all that kind of stuff. They um, um they make our jobs so much easier. Yeah, whenever you have um, like the the personality to talk, it, yeah. it, it really helps to to really have that camaraderie. But I also think that some of our best interviews are unplanned and just, just talking. Like we don't really interview people. We just have conversations. And like I said, one of the best was with Shane the first time he came on because it was just talking to the guy. It wasn't, it wasn't like we had planned it out. We didn't like coach him on what to say or anything like that. He just kind of took over and really like embraced the style of the conversation. So right. there, there's some like there's some really memorable episodes out there where we are a bunch of jackasses and our guests are top tier. So looking back at it now, like it, I really enjoy doing this and I really hope that some people get some stuff out of it because honestly, we just have a blast every week talking about this shit and there's not like any sort of end game in mind. We're not pumping anything. We're not trying to tell you to go buy this beer or that beer or this hoodie or, you know, these shoes or whatever, you know, it's that being said, we're always open to sponsorships, right? I don't want, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. (laughs) Yeah. I would drink one beer for the rest of my life. If it means getting paid to do so. Um, (laughs) but no, in actuality, uh, what a great word. Actuality. Um, Every guest that we've had has been great. I don't, I don't think there's been one where we were like, oh, that sucked. Like, you know, that person is the worst. I, like, none I of agree them wholeheartedly. Yeah, I think them. everybody that's been on this podcast has been phenomenal. Wonderful. So, Nick, let's move into uh, the next the next of the categories. What's What, what do you have in mind? So, uh, from the best guest, let's... Uh, let's I, wanna, I, I was going to ask, like, it, it, this doesn't... I, I mean... I don't know if any of this will actually um, relate to the podcast, but like what over the last few years, do you think it was like your favorite brewery favorite, like experience at a brewery place you traveled to get beer? I have an answer. Go for it. The answer. All right. Give us a little bit. Give us, give us your, uh, 
Yeah, tell us why you liked pitch. it so much. Your elevator pitch, why you liked it. Okay, so totally unassuming place, right? It it literally blew me away when I drew, drove up and I was like, wait, is this the fucking, are we walking into this place? Um, but I think it was the experience around it, though, that really made it because that was, and I, I feel like I've told this story multiple times on the podcast, but Trevor was like, oh, yeah, you guys are going down to Virginia here, take this stuff and and give it to these people, right? And so we walk into the answer, and I have like a case of Lustra <laughs> and a bunch of swag from Dancing Gnome. And the people there were just the nicest people. And I don't think that like they, uh, like I didn't walk in there expecting anything, but I was like, oh yeah, Trevor from Dancing Gnome says, hey, you know, here's this stuff. And we ended up getting a bunch of crawlers because it was juice day. It was like a Thursday. It was, no, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday. It was when they were doing juice. And so we got like, I want to say 10 growlers or crawlers, sorry, can growlers. And, uh, but it was like the, the cool, like it was super quiet. There was nobody there. We were just hanging out there. The, like the bar seats were filled. So we went outside cause it was like nice out. And the place is just, like they do live music. They have uh, two different bars, one where they're filling crawlers all day. The other one's like their standard tap list, but they have a bunch of taps from other breweries too. So it's one of those places that you can walk into and it almost feels like you're like, you know, dive bar, but they make some of the most memorable beer that you can find. So that's, that was a place that totally, blew me away from the fact that I was expecting something totally different where they were like this big, massive, you know, outfit and everybody knew them and all this stuff. And you walk in, they're in a strip mall and you go in through the back door like that. It was just the weirdest thing. It's it's always funny to me how like some of these places are like tucked in like random, like warehouse territory. Like when we were in California, all of those places that are like, Literally in industrial parks and shit like that. It's so funny, but it makes Monkish, sense. Because- Monkish was like that. Nick, shout out to Nick for wearing that shirt yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, I can go next here. I think it's sort of a group of experiences. Um, for me, it's craft beer has been like one of the uh, opportunities for me to make friends. Honestly, um, having moved all over the place it's one of those things that everybody can kind of rally around. It's something that a lot of, a lot of people our age or a little bit older are, are into because it's, you know, kind of sweeping the nation. And there are, ex- there are times and, and uh, you know, days uh, that I can point to where I was like, you know, meeting people, hanging out with them, becoming friends with them. And it was always, or, or almost always at a, a craft brewery. You know what I mean? And that's, it's been a way for me to kind of not necessarily step out of my comfort zone. Cause that's, that is my comfort zone is going to a craft brewery. Cause that's what I like to do, but um, getting to meet people and, and like interact with them and, and talk to them, really become friends with them. been um, helpful for me. And not like it's, it's a scary thing moving across the country and moving to a different city and, and something where you don't necessarily know a bunch of people and having a, a thing like, uh, being able to go to breweries and, and obviously the podcast side of things helps me to stay in touch with you guys. And I'm always thinking about how to, you know, how to surprise you guys with different types of beers and, and stuff that I can bring home and all of that. But, 
um, it's definitely one of those things that allows me to um, kind of, I guess, relate to, to other people our age. And because, um, you know, I have specific things that I like to do that aren't necessarily aligned with what other people like to do. Like, I'm obviously very into sports and stuff like that, which not a ton of people are that I know or, or are friends with over the past couple of years here. But um, craft beer has been a staple in, in that endeavor for me. And that's a great, great binder. That was good. I liked that. that yeah, was there's, really cute. and there's something to be said about the tap room experience, right? Um, like, I don't think that anybody's going to be weirded out by some dude sitting at a bar next to you, like or at, at a craft brewery specifically. I mean, and like striking up a conversation. Like I've I've done that yeah, multiple times. I honestly, that is one thing that I think has changed for me over these last few years. Is like I literally have gotten I, like, I don't, I don't think I generally like people all that much, but something about being in a brewery, just like sitting next to random people, I just start talking to them. Like, it doesn't matter who. Right. It, I just, cause I like to go to these places and, and it, it's hard to coordinate like a bunch of people going all at once or really like even a couple people like it, Nick and I used to, when we could go out, would meet up every once in a while, but oftentimes I would text him or, and he would like be busy and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I'm just going to these places by myself. Um, and it's, I think we've met a lot of cool people and people are generally, generally pretty nice and not douchey. So, so a couple, uh, I'll, I'll just run off quickly a couple of the places that I can think of off the top of my head that were locations where I really got to know people or, or made really good friends with them. Um, Trillium in Canton, Massachusetts. Uh, I used to go there after work. We, me and my, my friend Andrew would be dressed like in our work clothes, like button downs with like fucking khakis going in and, and having a couple of beers. Aeronaut in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. No, Somerville, Massachusetts. Sorry. Uh, just outside of Boston. Love that place. Uh, oh, that's a fantastic I've taken, brewery. I've taken uh, like four or five different groups of people there at this point. People that have visited me, just friends that I knew from up there. Um, when I moved to Oregon, it was, I want to say Boneyard and Crux, probably the two places that I think of most for, for that we, or the places that we would frequent the most. Uh, and then down here, uh, still waiting on that opportunity to be able to, uh, meet up with some people at some breweries around here. Cause, uh, I've been stuck inside for a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, for me, I think my favorite place, uh, or places was, uh, or were all the places we visited in NorCal when we were up there. We were there when we started this podcast. I just remembered it was May of 2018. This was like a couple weeks after we started. Yeah. It was like episode five or six, I think. Yes. So, um, we went to a ton of places out there and I missed them all. And I really hope at some point to go back there. Um, especially to blue note. I miss it. That place is so adorable. Like, so I thought about cool. driving up there. I think it's a, a bad idea to, to drive any significant length uh, for fear of getting pulled over and then having them ask me why I'm, I'm two hours from home. But that is on the short list of places I will go to as soon as I have the opportunity. 
Yes. And uh, we talk about it like it's this like mystical being because we went there once and we were like, holy shit, this is actually really good. Um, and, and the thing is, like, it's not like we just started drinking craft beer like two weeks before we went to California. We had been drinking it since we turned 21. And that was, we were what, 24 at the time? No, 23. So it was a couple of years of us sort of like getting to know like what was good and what wasn't. I think yes. we talked about it a little bit here saying, you know, we, I think we've, we've developed sort of this uh, knack for finding what's good or, or knowing where to go, the types of places that we need to see to find good beer. But that was one of the places that still sticks out that and black hammer, um, which I've been to a couple of times. Yeah. It's, like it's just some very, very like, poignant like memorable times and i think it, it was also because we were to it was just us together like right we, you know and i think that that sort of reminded like that was the end of like the era of me and alex just being able to go to places like together on yeah, our own it together, was right uh so not that we don't still do that but it's like it's just different obviously less frequent now. um yeah so uh, I I just I miss all of those places so much and it, it's like it's they just seem like these elusive things that we can't reach right now but um I think everything is kind of that way though yeah honestly I was thinking uh, about it today I was like man what I wouldn't give to just go sit at the bar at dancing gnome and order a lustra or you know oh, just something my, basic like like not, it doesn't even that. have to be like a, a black clouds or uh, any. Cause rare that's, I think that's a lot of the reason that we thing. like doing yeah. this is because it, it, it's just, it, it really is like an event. You know what I mean? Like we don't do a lot of, I, I think us specifically, we don't go to a lot of concerts. We don't do a lot of like sporting events necessarily. As much as I like sports, I don't really go all that much to, to go see games and stuff. Right. It's being out around those types of people is like really where we, have the most fun and enjoy ourselves the most, especially when we're all together, but even, even alone, like I, I still like going out and being around all these people drinking craft beer and just having a good time. And that's what sucks. I think the most uh, about this is like, I was talking to somebody on, on like one of the dating apps and I was like, honestly, I just like going to like find new restaurants or find a brewery or find, you know, something to do, anything to do to get me out of the house and, and just go experience something else that it's that's what the thing that is paining me the most is that I can't do that. And I, and again, we can still continue to support local businesses and stuff, but you don't know what the, the repercussions of something like this are. Because right. Yeah. Yeah. Places are going to close for good and they will never open up again. And you think about it and it's, it's really sad because the, again, people pour their lives into this mm-hmm. and it, it sucks that this has to come through and, and really ravage, I think small businesses, but yeah. Um, yeah, it is. You know, hopefully, it's, it's, hopefully it's, everyone comes out unscathed. I know that that won't be the case, but um, well, we you know, lost, hopefully those people have the ability to to continue to find what it is that they're really passionate about, and and you know, yeah, move on we, to something else or go work for somebody else or whatever it is. We'll be supporting as much as we can for sure. Absolutely, forward. we we uh, did lose we a big one bar. today. I do want to throw. I, I do want to pour one out for uh, the O. Ah, we did. So sad. Yeah, honestly, the original hot dog shop in in uh, in the Oakland neighborhood of Pittsburgh uh, closed down. Really a staple, a staple, truly a staple. When we visited Pitt for the first time, actually, when when I moved Alex into college was probably the last time I went there because even when I was going there, we never really went there, and that's probably why they're closing down, which sucks. But 
Um, we went there. I remember like my, one of my first Instagram posts on my account that no longer exists was a, a picture of a hoagie and a mountain of fries. The basket, the basket of fries. And yeah. It's a place that like our parents always went to. I just hope that they don't, they don't turn it into something com- like, a um, like a subway, like yeah, a-, or a subway or like a Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like, you have to keep that original hot dog shop lighted sign there. Like we walk past it. They don't, they don't all make the shit time. like that anymore. No, no, they, they do don't. not that's make what it. Sucks the most. Something like that. Like you're not going to see a Chipotle go out of business if people like, like storm this, the streets and stuff. Like the O is one of those places that's like, you hate to see that happen. Cause that's like a domino that can lead to other places like that. You really hate stuff. to see it. Yeah. You they really were there for 60 it. years. Think about that. That's, that's dad's lifetime. Right. And yeah. And he, I mean, even when he was in college, like this, this goes, this is generations. Yeah. That's generations like, of people went there and, and got food there all the time. They sold beer and stuff. Like I remember stopping there at like the two in the morning, Hemingway's, which is yeah, two like, blocks down. Yeah. It, it it was a it. I mean, it was really a defining point in Oakland. You know, like you knew where you were when you passed the O, mm-hmm. and it sucks. And this this whole situation is fucking terrible. It's fucked. Yeah, it is. But big bummer. I mean, the thing is, you got to keep going, right? Like there, there's there's so much out there that that can be good from this situation. But yeah. at the same time, like there's some shitty stuff that's going to come out of it. And the oh, O closing is, is one of those is one of those shit things. Well, I just want to say one, one thing to go back to what we were talking about. Like you would give anything to, to be a dancing gnome drinking a lustra right now. I, if, if I could pause this quarantine for one day and go to dancing gnome, but I could only drink can Brusco, I would do it in a heartbeat. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. was an awful beer. <laughs> would not even think twice. Yeah. Like I would um, go there. It, yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, there's a ton of places that I, I think about though. Like I've had so many good experiences again, being out among the people and just enjoying myself drinking a few beers that like, all right, King Jake, it, it makes me <laughs> yeah. Shaking babies and kissing hands. Um, Amazing. So yeah, all right. Let's move on uh, to the next. All, all very good uh, choices again uh, for the, these categories. Nick, yeah, I'm like? excited to go back to Northern California whenever uh, life affords me the ability to. All I right, do yes. miss it. So we we kind of glossed over before because we got onto other topics. What is your favorite segment that we've done? Mm. Just just answer it, and we'll move on. We don't need to talk about it. But hop it or drop it. I like hop, drop, and lock it for sure. Yeah. Um, I also like the one where we just pick like we pick groups of people that we'd like to drink with. Yes, we did, and then choose their beers. That was that was mine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, choose the beers that they would want to drink. (laughs) Um, They were pretty good. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, we haven't done a ton of those, but like we need to go back uh, to it for sure. It was cool when we all had um, the ability to to drink the same beers when we did. You know, the brewery of the week, which we mentioned. which I, I'd like to get back into. That could be that could be a fun thing, but obviously everything that's going on, who knows? It's just not safe to go out right now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really not. Um, yeah, so those those are 
all the segments have been pretty good. We haven't been as consistent with them as I think we should, but that's yeah, I, I do like the, the famous person drinking. I think that might've been mine. That was funny. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. Especially like the, what did we do? The Mr. Rogers one or like, or, what was, Oh, it was uh Pittsburgh news. Pittsburgh like newscasters. The, like the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Rosella, my yeah. daddy, Ken rice and <laughs> rice. Ken Rice is the ghost. Sally Wigan. <laughs> Rick Dayton. But yeah, there was that, so we we've had some pretty solid segments, and I think we should definitely yeah. revisit those. The, we have um, a we do, we we should. I think that would I think that could be a, a good thing moving forward is just kind of making a list of what we had in, what we have enjoyed in the past doing. All right. Okay, so um, do you guys have any um do you guys have any favorite festival that we've been to oh jeez! because we've all been to we've all been to a few a piece mm-hmm. um i guess me not so much i think for me spooky brews being hammer drunk by myself uh, at cyclorama in the Boston spoopy was, the spoopiest <laughs> um because i because i went out after that and i met up with my friends and got even even more um blitzed uh I was Ubering around though, so everything was cool. But um, it, it was it was a really kind of like surreal thing because it was just me, and I was like texting you guys like throughout the entire event and just drinking a lot of beers. Um, I remember they had uh, Oreo Speedwagon oh, there. My God, microphone and uh, hitchhiker. hitchhiker, hitchhiker. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't know why that slipped out. Um, and then they had a bunch of, they had like true from Denver. They had pretty much all the staples from the, the, um, pop culture. But you guys have been to some that weren't hosted by hop culture, a couple of different ones. Um, fresh fest, I think is probably one of the ones that you guys look back on. Like that was a really cool event. No, we never went. We didn't you go. Guys didn't go. No, no, we, we skipped it two years. We talked about it all the time. No, Nick regrets not going. Yeah, we we literally have an we literally have an episode called FOMO FF, fear of missing out on fresh fresh fest. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, I I think the uh, the brewery guilds release party. Nick and I had a lot of fun at. Um, we uh, we got pretty pretty tooted up, as our father would say. Did you toot it and boot it or? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh, actually, I, I just recently broke my stemless glass that I got from that. I still have the, the like nine ounce gla- like taster glass thing that we we got, um, but I broke my my stemless one. Oh, They're yeah. just too flimsy. I, I I'm I'm kind of over the whole stemless vibe. We should. That's definitely- not like a. That's not like a, a you know like a a betcher or whatever you call them. I don't know. We should this definitely is. talk about glassware at some point, but I think we should. My, um, uh, I would say my favorite festival would be. Oh man, this is tough because like there are so you've many, been to a lot. There are so many good memories from all of them, but I really liked the um, Juicy Brews Valentine's Day, the most recent one, because it was the full experience. Like I got to go VIP. So I got to go to the bottle share. I got to talk to like the, you know, and we got to go in early and all that stuff like that. That to me really solidified that one as being like the most memorable, but that was like an event that was like a weekend long event. Exactly. 
but there were so many good breweries too. There was Voodoo and The Answer and um, Alchemist was there. You know, there were so many phenomenal breweries at that festival. So I can't, I can't really just skip over that one, you know? So that one's going to be mine. Um, I really enjoyed Dark Lord, but that was before the podcast. So I'm not going to really talk about that. Like those ones were a lot of fun. Anytime you can travel and do something like that, I think really kind of ties it into being memorable. Yeah, that's, I think that's uh, kind of our, one of our, uh, our tenets of this podcast is like, Traveling to get this stuff is worth it. Um, we're not huge fans of, of the whole shipping thing, which we've talked about ad nauseum. But <laughs> um, it's like, it, it, go have an experience. Like, you don't need to order shit to your house. Like, like, you get so much more out of traveling than just the actual beer that it's it's definitely worth it. Right, right. And there's there's something to be said for walking into a place that you've never been before but you've had their beer and, and not even, and not, and, and not even just that, like you're walking into a place that you've never heard of that. You just like one of my favorite things to do when I travel is pull up Google maps and just type in breweries near me and go find one and go there. Right. Well, that's like, what we did with Treehouse The first time that we went there, it was like a, Oh shit. We're like off the beaten path in the middle of fucking nowhere. We show up and they're out of beer and we're like, well, Eddie did, this Eddie did suggest thing? that we go there. He did. He, no, I, I mean, I, I acknowledge that for sure, but it was like, we had had no idea that it even existed. Right. right. And then for me, that first time that I actually got to go to their new location, was like a it was like a come to Jesus moment. It was like a we've I have made it in life. I did I listened to an episode where you had like just went up to Boston and went to Treehouse and you you were talking about it in very similar terms. Uh, yeah, I mean I I it's still to this day if I think if I, if we were coming out of quarantine one day it would be spending the day at Treehouse, being with, and that's what, when I was talking about being out and like around all these people, like that is really what I, I think of because they take the lines to an, another level. The fact that, you know, they cut off, they limit the amount of beer that you can have doesn't really matter at all. Cause you're just there and you're experiencing this, this like transcendent. And they're, brewery. they're really, in, in a lot of ways like it, it is, it is, it's, it's like, it looks like a fucking, I don't even know. Um, it's like a ski lodge in Aspen <laughs> is really what it is. Like, right. It's tucked it's away. All wood, thing, it's, like, everything like, is beautiful yeah. and like really well, like kept and just, just a phenomenal, like you drive through the gate and it's like, ah, you know, like everything just lights up and God looks down and goes, yeah, you're in the right spot, bro. Like I, I just, <laughs> I am, I'm like a kid in a fucking candy store. In treehouse, even walking it's, through the freaking gift shop where you can buy like t-shirts and glassware and stuff like that. Like everything is just fucking amazing. Yeah. So I think we've, uh, we've exhausted a lot of information on this podcast. I agree. I, I really appreciate everything that you guys have done to make this a reality for us for so long. It's been two years. It's been a great two years. Give um, yourselves a round of applause if you're right. listening. Yeah, honestly, if you're if you're in the car driving right now, give a little clap. We appreciate it. We do. We Seriously. appreciate the love. We appreciate the new friends. Raise a glass to the weekly recap. 
We are on episode 100. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with more content. We're going to talk glassware. We're going to talk people bitching on the internet. We're going to talk uh, best beers we've had and all kinds of Probably other Probably talk about Dalmatians, honestly. Yeah, we should definitely talk about Dalmatians. Um, there are. You never see that. No one owns a Dalmatian anymore. What is Oh, no, I saw about? one. I just saw one like a couple days ago. <laughs> all right. I was like, where the fuck do you get a goddamn Dalmatian? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to order <laughs> one of those, trying to get that bitch online. Right? <laughs> do they have do they have Dalmatian sized fire fireman hats though? They have that to. is they have uh, to. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's something you need <laughs> that's to That's a great no, that's a good question. Though. Right. So as we uh, as we wrap up episode one hundred, guys, uh, this has not been possible without people actually listening to this. And we really want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have I any questions thank, for us, I want to thank Nick for making this possible because this none of this I shit would happen Nick. if it weren't for you. So a little round of applause for my man. Yes, God bless. It's a very little the, round. <laughs> yeah, the again the heart and soul of this. Uh, the this was your brainchild. I'm glad that we could make it a reality, and we've been doing it for so fucking long. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's a pain awesome. sometimes, but. I really do uh, think that it's brought us closer together and closer to the beer world. And I agree. If if nothing else, the next two years are going to be even more spectacular, right? So I'm sure of it. In in summation, let's raise a glass and cheers. And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at TheWeeklyRecap1 at gmail.com. Gmail.com.